You are listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast, episode 21. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. My name is Wayne Denner. Good to have you with me here today. If you're just joining and tuning in, and this is your first episode of the show, welcome, welcome. Let me give you a quick rundown on how things work. Each episode, we bring you valuable podcast banter on business and career. Each show features a guest who shares their insights and experience with you, the listener. Whether you're interested in starting a business, maybe you have a business, or you're looking to get started on a particular career path, this show will have something to help you along on your way. Don't forget if you've got any questions or comments or things you would like me to cover on the show, I would love to hear from you. Please drop me an email to zero lives left podcast at gmail.com or send me a tweet to zero lives left. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, make sure you hit the subscribe button. And if you can, please do rate and review the podcast. That is always appreciated. If you're listening over on Stitcher, reviews are always very welcome over there as well. All right, you're going to want to grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper. We have another packed episode for you today. So let's not waste any more time and get right in to episode 21 of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Today I'm joined by my good friend all the way from Copenhagen in Denmark, Niels Reeb, career branding specialist, one of the first, I might add, in Denmark to host webinars targeted at job seekers, and the concept has been since copied by several unions in the region. The topic of career branding has never been more important than it is right now with the explosive growth of social media and platforms like LinkedIn, enabling people to set up and develop their own professional network and apply for for career opportunities. Niels, thank you so much, my man, for joining me on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm honored to, to be on here. As I see it, you are one of the main people, the main players in this whole space of career branding. It's such an important thing. Your aim and your goal is all about helping people attract the career that they want and they deserve through career branding. Where did it all start from you, man? Give us your backstory. Well, the backstory is that um, about four years ago, a little more than four years ago now, I was in a situation, a situation in life where um, I was out of a job. I went through some stuff that I didn't want anybody else to to experience. So what I did was to set up a blog. I had no clue what I was doing. All I did was just to write about the things that I figured that might help other people and the things that I found to be very important being a job seeker. And my main target was to tell people about how to structure the day as a job seeker in order to, you know, get the energy going and, and you know, just do things that, that fill them up with good energy so that they can withstand all the uh, the slaps they get in their faces as, as job seekers. 
So that's kind of where it started. Then things just started happening. As I shared my, my knowledge and, and the things that I was passionate about, uh, things started to come to me. I got asked to do keynotes, uh, journalists from newspapers and the Danish television uh, started to contacting me and interviewing me on, on the news and stuff like that. And, and all of a sudden, I was in a position where I could you know, go out there and do keynote talks, uh, do workshops, mainly in, to begin with, uh, it was in personal leadership. Uh, and then later on, I, I began talking about career branding as well, uh, because I find the, the, the experiences that I got was, was really worth sharing, again, uh, through what I call career branding. Others might call it personal branding, but I'm more into career branding. Now, tell me about the personal branding. I mean, I see myself very much as a personal brand. I think in the yeah. age of social media, digital marketing, Snapchats, mm. Facebook, Twitter, we have a massive opportunity to be our own personal brands or slash career branding, whatever label you want to put, put on it. Now, you've touched on career branding. So for somebody who's listening to the show right now, you know, give us an insight to what, what career branding is all about. And, you know, what, what kind of things people need to think about? Well, I mean, first of all, before you, you start to branding the heck out of it, uh, you need to, to lay down the foundation. Uh, think about what you want in your career. Uh, kind of, you know, set the GPS. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's so easy today to get off track. But if you set the GPS, if you get off track, they'll just reroute you and, and you're, you're back on. Um, some of the things that I do with, with the people that I help and... Uh, have through my, my program is that we talk about values first of all. First and above all, values, because that's what kind of define you. And then we begin to talk about what you're passionate about within the, the, the industry that you're in. So that's kind of like where we, we start. So it's, it's very important to lay down the foundation so that you, you don't get off brand down the line, you know, and uh, that, that you stay true to your own brand. So when people think about brands, they think of like McDonald's, Starbucks. <laughs> Obviously, these are all massive global brands that we all know yeah. about. I mean, so yeah. people people can be their own individual personal brand, right? And we are. I mean, if you go on Google today, it'll tell you just about anything about any, everybody, you know, because we, we share so much stuff online. So even if we don't want a brand, a personal brand, we've got one because Google will tell, you know, everything about us. So people need to think about that. Obviously, if they're using social media, if they're using the internet, okay. they need to think about some of the content that they're putting out there, of course. And, you know, this is something that exactly. we touched on 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 a, on a recent podcast that I did with you. Um, you have yeah. to be aware of what you're putting out there. So from the career branding yeah. point of view, that's really yeah. important, right? Really, really important. And, and the career branding aspect of it is share what you know. Hmm. Create content that you want to be found on, you know, by... Um, when you share the things that you're passionate about, you will attract like-minded people to your network, you know, and, and then things are going to start happening because once you, you make these connections with people who have found you based on the content that you share, you will be top of mind next time they might be in a situation where they need someone with your uh, profile. 
And of course, we found each other through a mutual connection of, of ours on Twitter. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so these connections are being built all the time. And I love what you say about share about what you know. I think that's a really, really important thing that, you know, if you're somebody who's using social media um, and, you know, start talking about things, you know, and start sharing about things, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like uh, Derek Sivers say, you know, what's obvious to you is amazing to others. We, we have this tendency to, to think that, oh, just because I know it, then everybody else knows it, you know. But that's not the case. Yeah, you know? it's, exactly. It's, it's, I think it's such a great quote because, you know, what is obvious to me might not be obvious to, to everybody else. Now, you've developed a career branding roadmap. You know, this is this yeah. roadmap. This is this, back to this GPS that you're talking about. I like that term, actually, yeah. the GPS, because, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, periodically in, in my career to date, I've kind of got lost. And um, I kind of <laughs> wish that I had had that GPS. And, you know, something something to put me back on the correct road that I needed to be yeah. on. So this career yeah. branding roadmap that you talk about, um, can you give our listeners a little bit of an insight so what kind of things this covers? Well, I mean, first of all, you need to set the GPS, as I mentioned. Uh, and then the second step of this career branding map is to clarify your message. Because once you've got your values and your passion lined up, you know, then it's time to develop your value proposition, brand slogan, stuff like that, that, you know, you can put on your LinkedIn profile, put on your website, uh, put on your resumes and stuff like that to, to kind of clarify what it is that you bring to the table uh, for uh, to employers. Now, in terms of values, what sort of things mm. um, would they be? I mean, obviously, different people have different values. You know, what's what, what yeah. my values are different than maybe your values or other people's values. But but when we talk about values, you know, what, what sort of things are we thinking about there? What, what do our listeners need to think about when if there's somebody who's sitting right now listening to them, well, what is my values? Well, I mean, as you say, it's it's very personal, and 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 it's kind of what <laughs> defines you, and it's it's this kind of fluffy kind of thing, because mm. most of often we don't really think that much about our values, I, I think, um, but we have them anyway, and it's it's just a matter of expressing them in a way that it comes across to to a potential employer what it is you stand for. Um, in, in, in your value proposition, if, if you make one of these, it's, it's such a great, um, and that's something that I put people through, and it's a really great exercise to make a value proposition because once you, you, you get really, really clear on your message, not only on your values and what you bring to the table, but really about what you're all about in a professional setting. Yeah, um, I think that's really important. So, yeah. And the thing about the value proposition is, you know, many people, you know, I remember when I was studying business studies at college, at university, mm-hmm. we, we talked a lot about the value proposition from a business point of view. Um, and we yeah. never really talked about it from a personal point of view. So it's interesting to hear you say that individuals need to have their own value proposition. Yeah, and I think it's, it's I mean, basically, the reason I really believe in career branding you know a lot of people think of branding as like you know people just want to get ahead and and all this stuff but the main reason why i do it is actually because i believe that when we do the things that we love to do we are less stressed and we have more to give to the people around us that's basically why i praise and and you know go out there and, and do this career branding stuff because 
when we get to do what we love and the things that we are passionate about, it's going to touch everybody around us in, in a positive way. And the value proposition really could be your unique selling point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and it's actually, I've, I've put my value proposition in email signature and it's, it's on my LinkedIn profile. And then from that, I, I just boil it down and, and, you know, make my brand slogan as well and uh, use taglines, uh, create taglines based on my value proposition as well. So somebody who's listening to the show right now, they need to be thinking, you mm. know, if I'm in the market looking for a new job, you know, I'm, I'm kind of fed up with my current job. Maybe I want to start a business. Maybe I have got aspirations of working for Google or Facebook or Twitter mm. or mm. any of these big global brands around the world. I really have to be looking at my USP and what mm. is my unique selling point from a from a job seeker's point of view that I can get across using social media channels, LinkedIn, mm. my email to get my, my unique selling point in front of people. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and actually, I got a download on, on my website, nilshype.com, uh, with a, an exercise doing the value proposition as well. And I suppose yeah. with the value proposition or the USP, I mean, you've got to be clear on that, right? You can't be yeah. kind of dipping your toe in and out. You've got to be consistent. Oh. I think you mentioned consistency earlier on. You've yeah, got to be yeah. consistent. You've got to stick to your roadmap. You've got to stick on that GPS course because you don't want to confuse any potential employers. Oh, exactly. I mean, when you start to, to send out mixed signals, people are going to be confused. You know, what is this all about? And I'd say... As I said earlier, creating that career value proposition, I usually say it's, it's kind of like making a homemade red wine sauce because you keep adding to it, taste it a little bit. Does it feel good? Uh, does it taste good? Add a little more seasoning, add a little more wine, taste it. And it's, it's just a process. And it took me like maybe... <laughs> As it is right now, it took me maybe like six months or something like that to, to before I, I really felt that I hit it right where I, it, it should go. And of course, you're always tweaking it because it's never completely yeah. finished. And and I really like what you're talking about there about that red wine sauce. It, you know, it's a, <laughs> it's a it's a process. You're not going to get to yeah. where you need to get to overnight. No, you're going to have to fine tune. Yeah, yeah, and and that's why I in in the download that I created, I. I mentioned that, well, okay, now you've done this, leave it, come back to it next week or whatever, you know, and it's, it is a process because it's, once you get going, working like this, it's going to be something that'll, yeah, it's, it's going to be in, in the back of your head and then it's just going to be better. I mean, you're not going to swing it the first time, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I probably kind of relate it back to marketing a little bit. You know, some of the mm -hmm. content that you put out on social media doesn't stick with anybody. But you might just put one tweet out and suddenly people like it, people retweet it, people come back and ask you questions. And that, yeah. that gives you a sense of a good feeling that's worked. Well, why don't I do some more of that? So in relation to your, your unique selling point that you have as an individual that you're trying yeah. to sell to a particular company that you want to become an employee of, then you need to maybe look at that. You need to refine it. You need to tweak it. Um, yeah. And you need to be positioning yourself in the correct um, zone so that you're attracting those companies uh, towards you. Yeah, exactly. And, and as soon as you begin to, to share updates on LinkedIn or Twitter or even Instagram, then you're going to begin to attract 
people with the same interests. And you never know what'll what'll happen from there. Yeah, and we we touched on this at the top of the show. Um, you know, in the whole age of social media, and, you know, <laughs> LinkedIn, Facebook. Like career branding is really, really important. And, and I do a lot of talks in schools. I talk to a lot of students. And when I mention the term personal branding, people kind of look at me really strangely going, what is this guy actually talking about personal branding? I mean, I mean, have people really started to think about it? And, you know, is it something that people need to be doing right now? First of all, no. People uh, haven't started thinking about it, I think, um, as much as they should. What's happened and why people should think about it is that since there's been a shift in, in the job market since we had the financial crisis and more and more companies tend to hire people on the shortest terms possible, you know, which you understand from the company's point of view, because then they can react quick in the market without having to, to, to let people, too many people go at, at once and, and stuff like that. And with that, your job security has been almost demolished. It's, it's not existing anymore, you know, pretty much. That's a way for, you know, using, doing career branding will attract more opportunities. Even though you're in a job, you should do this. It's not just for job seekers. It's while you're in a job because you never know what will happen. It's a way to secure or regain some of that lost job security that's, that's out there now. Yeah, and I suppose in terms of doing it while you're within a job, obviously there's mm. lots of opportunity there for you to develop your own personal brand and also yeah. for the company itself to be able to leverage the personal brand that you've built. Of course. I mean, I, I the companies who do, that doesn't see the, the opportunity here um, should think again because if you've got an employee with a strong personal brand, with a following of maybe just, well, 500 people, 1,000, 2,000 people, whatever, the company has direct access to, to these people. They're prospects for the company. Yeah, so it's not just that um, it's going to be about the individual themselves. The company, if they buy into this, can can really get a lot of opportunity out of it. Yeah, a lot of leverage, or a lot of opportunity out of it for themselves. Yeah. So it's oh, really yeah. not something that you should be doing. It's something that you need to be doing as a job seeker right now. As a job seeker, I mean, you should have started yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, as a job seeker, you should really get out there and, and begin just to build that personal brand that you've got and, and just share content that you're passionate about. And, you know, a lot of people might be sitting there listening now and, and saying, well, I'm not that passionate about a lot of stuff, so I don't have anything to share. But that's not entirely true. I mean, we've all got something. And it could be anything from book reviews, articles that you read, you can comment on that is, is uh, somehow connected to the, the, the industry that you're in. And just share your view on things like that. Uh, it doesn't have to be the, the whole shebang of, of passion, but pretty much ordinary things that you can just comment on. And that'll, that'll help you build that career brand. Yeah, and, and as you say, like it doesn't have to be that you know you're you're looking to become this thought leader on a specific topic. You can just be creating content around things that really really interest you. Because not only yeah. are you going to be upskilling yourself and learning how to obviously write content for the internet, maybe you're going to set mm -hmm. up your own personal blog and you're going to start blogging maybe once a month. But yeah. you're also going to be using social media then, and whenever you're using social yeah. media, it has a massive global reach where you're pushing your oh, information yeah. out to a global audience. 
Exactly. And, and as you just mentioned right there, step three of the career branding roadmap is actually creating your home base, which is your website, and taking complete ownership of your own name. Because we have to keep in mind that everything we do on social media, that being LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you're not in control. You don't own anything of the things that you do on there. Having a career website, a home base, you're in control and uh, you own everything that you put on that website. Now, a career website, what kind of things are you talking about there when you say career website? What do people need to think about? Is it just a simple blog? Is it more than that? Is it less than that? On a career website, I'd say you, you need about, well, about five or six pages on there. Pretty much you need a front page, of course, and then you need a page that'll tell the visitor a little bit about who you are as a person. Then you put on your, your, your CV on there as well. You've got your contact uh, formula on there. And then, of course, the thing that creates the most value on a career website is the blog. Because that's where you're, you're creating content on a consistent basis. And, and that's every time you... You need to think about your career website as, as a... Every time you, you create content on your website, you create an opening for people to come in. Because every time you, you create a blog post, it's something that people will be able to find on Google. And that'll kind of that'll be your organic you know, reach um, and a way for people to find you based on what you're passionate about and what you're interested in. And this doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I mean, there's lots of great tools, uh, software platforms out there now that people can create their own, their own personal blog and get up and running pretty quickly, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I always uh, suggest that people uh, get their WordPress uh, site up and running. Um, And, and, you know, you can get a web, you know, a a hosting for like maybe I was going to say five or six dollars a month. and, and then you're up and running. And then, it, okay, you're going to, of course, buy your domain name, which is important that it is your name. Like yours is waynedenner.com and mine is nilshype.com. Uh, that way you take complete ownership of your own name. Uh, and it'll be the first thing that will show up on Google if people should, uh, if recruiters or anyone else should, should uh, do a search on you. And that's really important because, you know, uh, you know, those recruiters are using social media, are using oh, yeah. the Internet to screen applicants. So if they're typing your name into Google, you need to have your own personal information, the positive personal information that is coming <laughs> yeah. up at least on the first page of Google. And, and what you talk about there, I think, is really, really important. Um, you know, your blog can add the most value. And as you mm-hmm. say, it's creating an opening and invite people to come in. Oh, yeah. And, and and that's what I don't think people really think about that, you know, and, and a lot of people are thinking are, are talking about social media and you need to be active on Facebook and LinkedIn and all this stuff. But having a blog where you own the content that you create, I know you can blog on LinkedIn and I just I, I do that myself, but I don't do it at a, you know, I, I maybe write a, a blog post on LinkedIn once or twice a month Um but I always refer back to something on my website. And that's what you should do as well uh, when you create your website. Always refer people back to your home base. Because, I, I, like I say, you know, it, 
social media is kind of like the place where you flirt with people. And once you bring people home, that's where you, you, you build the, the relationships. Yeah, so within your website, you can you can have a lot more detailed information about the things that you're really passionate about, the value okay. that you can add. Uh, and also, you know, people can really get a good sense for who you are as a potential exactly. employee within the organization. Exactly. And another thing that is so awesome about creating positive content is that should there be some some content out there that isn't as as positive about you, then creating this positive content will push the negative ones further down the pages on Google. That's very, very true. So people need to be creating that regular content so that if there has been something in the past that it's made its way onto Google um, and it happens very easy, the more positive content that they're creating via their blog on their website, it'll be able to push that further down the search engine. So I think that's a great tip for people to be very, very aware of. And that's one of the big pluses for having having that home base and having yeah. that, that blog online. Now you touched on LinkedIn. You mentioned LinkedIn posts just a couple of minutes ago. Um, LinkedIn is fast becoming the digital CV and vital for any job seeker today. So if you're somebody who is a job seeker, you got to mm-hmm. have a LinkedIn profile. Why is LinkedIn so important, Niels? Well, I mean, for me, I couldn't have done what I'm doing without being on LinkedIn. Uh, I started my blog and I wrote content on my blog back you know, when I started four years ago. And then I shared the blog posts on LinkedIn. And what happened was that I came from a background in in sales and began to attract network within the the, the unions uh, and and the the government uh, in Denmark here uh, working with job seekers. And just by, by sharing things on LinkedIn, I just attracted this completely new, you know, network. And that made it possible for me to go out there and uh, do my workshops, do my keynotes. And another thing that, that it made possible was also, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> I've, I've interviewed some, some pretty uh, exciting people because of the position that I, I, I ended up in. I, I had a meeting with the Danish um, labor minister back in a couple of years ago now um, because I position, positioned myself into a position where she wanted you know, to hear what I had to say. So you've leveraged your network on LinkedIn to be able to get yourself in front of these people to create more opportunities. Yeah, yeah and, and the, um, well, you, what do you call it here? The, the labor... Um, uh, Department, yeah. uh, they uh, they asked me to be part of, of this uh, group of uh, external consultants, consultants uh, as you know, part of a new tool that they are creating uh, towards job seekers. Um, and again, it's it's an opportunity that I wouldn't have gotten if if I hadn't done what I did, um, sharing what I did, and just creating all that content. So that in itself really shows the power of LinkedIn. It's a very much a professional network um, where you can actually, you know, build a network of people that you can create then content and 
push that content out via the LinkedIn platform that, you know, they can see it. So you can almost use it to influence people as well. For which, sure. I mean, is, it's, it's, which is what I really like about it. I mean, it gives you that opportunity in a professional off Facebook, off Twitter, off Snapchat, off all these <laughs> other platforms that we're all kind of using for, for different reasons, for fun, for, you know, whatever. Um, but LinkedIn, we kind of we kind of realize it's a very professional network, and when we're on there, we got to think about our own professionalism. Uh, I, I suppose. Yeah, as, I mean, as well. just just before we got on here, and I just want to mention this: I actually deleted someone from my network because uh, this person posted something that I found to be it was something that she should have posted on on Facebook. You know, LinkedIn is a professional network and treated as one. And that leads me nicely into our next question. I mean, what are your five top key bits of advice that you would give to somebody setting up a LinkedIn profile or if you want to improve your LinkedIn? What, what are the kind of five ingredients that are really important for any LinkedIn profile? Let's start at the top. Uh, your picture. It's, it's critical and it's, it's so important to, to have a picture on your profile uh, because just having a profile picture on your LinkedIn is is gonna have it's you're gonna have an average a profile that have a picture gets 14 times more visitors than one without a picture. Uh, so so right there it's 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 very important. I mean I, I, sometimes I don't even accept people who want to connect with me because they don't have a picture. I don't know how you feel about that, but that's that's just me. And that uh, picture that picture has got to be professional. I mean, it's got it can't be a picture oh, yeah. of you out on a weekend or or, no, or you no, maybe no, no, no. you know after a few beverages feeling a little bit happy. <laughs> um, it's yeah. got to be it's got oh, to be a professional. You, you need to smile. I gotta say that, but you don't need to drink a pint or two before you do that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean the the picture needs to be a professional setting. Uh, the background needs to be kind of you know. It, not too much going on there, and, and your face should, you know, fill out maybe like sixty percent of the picture there. So, so people get a nice, you know, sense of who you are and what you look like. Um, so, so that's that's very important. And the next thing is that I see way too many people not writing anything in their headline, and the headline along with your picture is what people see when they come across your profile in searches on LinkedIn. And you need to treat your, the headline as a teaser that'll draw people into your profile. That'll, you know, make them curious to see what is this person all about. And should that be optimized? I mean, should people think about keywords in there? Yeah, I was going to say keywords next, uh, actually. So, so yeah, uh, keywords. And let's just say that the keywords is your five to seven uh, strongest skills. Uh, you need to have those you know, uh, throughout your profile uh, and in your, uh, your headline as well. So if you're somebody, uh, let's, let's drill down to this. If you're somebody who's you know, looking to get an opportunity in the sales industry or the marketing industry, then if it's particularly digital marketing you're looking to go into, then that needs to be one of your keywords. That needs to be in your headline, okay. for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, and 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 then of course, if you've had a position in that uh, doing that earlier, it needs to go into your your resume in in your profile as well. Got it. So picture number one, number two is the headline. That's really important. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a teaser. Number three is the keywords. What else have we got? Well, and I, I need. I think it's it's important to to write a. It's it's your summary that needs to to be very forward driven uh, and and just 
they need to feel you. Uh, don't write a, a too formal summary, I'd say. Put some personality in there. Mm. And a great thing to, to, to put in your, in your summary is to, to pick out maybe two or three of your, your proudest moments, so to speak. Describe two or three things that you've, you're proud of uh, and your two or three of your achievements and, and put in some numbers in there as well because numbers in the profile will jump out and, and people will notice. So let's say if, if you did 25% more in sales one year, uh, put it in there uh, because it's, it's going to be something that people will notice. So highlight your achievements. Yeah, in the summary. Awesome. And what would be the final one? What would you say would be the final fifth tip? The fifth one would be when you connect with people on there, always write a personal message mm. uh, to the to the person that you want to connect with. I see way too many people, and I think it's it's partly it's because LinkedIn hasn't. I mean, when you connect from a, a mobile device, you don't get the the uh, the opportunity to write a personal message, and I think it's it's just something that they need to fix. Um, because to me, if I get a, 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 an invite to connect from someone who hasn't written a personal message, hasn't taken time to, to you know, write me uh, and just pushed a button, it, it's, it's something that can just, you know, lay there and then someday when I feel like, okay, I might take a look at these couple of hundred people that lay there, um, and then I'll write the, these people and ask them if you know they can refresh my memory a little bit because I might not have met them or you know whatever. And and doing you know keynotes, uh, you stand in front of a lot of people and and you know most of them will just you know all you need to do is is write why you want to connect with with someone on there and Here, and just yeah. Here's something I like to do. I wanna I wanna pick your brains on this. Whenever people, whenever, do you know the way on LinkedIn you can see who's viewing your profile? Well, yeah. I like to have a look at that regularly. And if, if somebody pops up who's being viewed, who's viewed my profile and we're not a connection, then mm-hmm. I think that's a good opportunity to maybe try and connect with them. But yeah. I, exactly what you're saying with your fifth tip there. Whenever I go to connect with them, I personalize up that invite by saying, thank you so much for stopping by my LinkedIn profile. It would be awesome to connect and mm. or something else around some of the things that we might have in common. And nine yeah. times out of 10, I found that they do accept the invite to connect because I've yeah. personalized my uh, request. Yeah, and it, it just shows a little interest and, and you've, you've put something in there. To, I mean, it doesn't have to take much to write a personal message there. So do yourself that favor and, and, and do that because it's, it's, it just shows that you're, you know, you're professional and you have a, a professional uh, way of doing things. You know, it's, it's, it's like, uh, and I know this might happen after a pint or two, but it's like in a bar, you don't just go up and kiss someone. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you make the introduction first and, you know, and it's the same thing on, on LinkedIn. You know, you should, it is a professional network, so you should take the time to, to at least 
consider what it is the person is doing and, and then, you know, refer to that in the invite. Yeah, I could not agree more. Now, you help people in an online environment um, do a lot of this mm-hmm. stuff and you offer a number of online courses. Um, yeah. Give us a quick overview on some of these courses. If we had, you know, some listeners who are listening to this episode and they, they wanted to find out a little bit more about the courses that you actually offer um, online, mm-hmm. what, what sort of things uh, can, can, they, can they expect to find? Well, I've got the, uh, I've got, one-on-one virtual mentorships and uh, where I, I go, I take people through this career branding uh, roadmap and I've got a 12-week program and a 12-month program. And of course, the, uh, the 12-month one is, is throughout the year and then we really get to work with content as well as, as just the brand. Uh, and then I've got a LinkedIn online course as well. It's a two-week crash course uh, where I'm going to be hosting two live webinars uh, and there's going to be two one-on-one sessions uh, on Skype as well where I'm going to sit down with each individual that's taking the course and I might add I'm only taking 15 at a time to have time to um, to work with everyone individually uh, and set up their profile and, um, and help them, you know, uh, to 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 get the most out of it. So and, it's quite practical yeah. then. It's very practical. Uh, I'm going to go through what LinkedIn is on the webinars, and go through on the first webinar. I go through uh, the headline, the summary, the CV, and 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 the keywords. And then during the week after the after the first webinar, we sit down on Skype and go through your your profile um, together and work on it together for an hour. And then the following webinar is about all the opportunities about the networking part of it uh, that I'm going in there. And and then again, after that, the following week, we are going to sit down and and work further on, on the profile to make sure that it's, it's optimized and, and ready to go. So how could people find out about these? Give us the website address, first of all, where we can direct people into if they want to know any more information about a lot of the topics that you covered on tonight's episode. It's been, mm-hmm. you know, there's been a lot mm-hmm. of great information there. And the, the key to all this, I'm a Thanks. firm believer, is, is really executing this sort of stuff and you know, getting yourself yeah. onto a program. That, that you know, What are these programs that you're offering to really help people take it to the next level? What's the website address? Well, the website is, is nilshype.com. And then if you go to uh, slash online LinkedIn course, then you, you, you hit the, um, the course on LinkedIn. And, of course, the, the thing about the, the mentorship program is that it can be very overwhelming to, to begin this process. And that's just what I, I want to be there to support and kind of be your cheerleader uh, throughout the, either the 12 weeks or the 12 months Um to be able to so so that you get off on the right track there and we're going to be working closely together and and be seeing each other almost every week actually during the first 12 weeks it's going to be very intense and i'm going to be there and, and help uh really uh set up your your career brand and i'm even going to help uh setting up your uh website if if you want to set one up so 
So just like this podcast, there's a lot of value being added. And I know on your website, there's a lot of great content up there. There's interviews that you've did with people. Of course, I was on last week. Uh, we were yeah. chatting about online reputation. So I would highly recommend that people do stop by the website, that they get that information. I know that you're very active on Twitter. That's where we met. Mm-hmm. Um, so if people want to connect with you on Twitter, what's the Twitter handle? It's Nils Leib, just as the website on, on Twitter and Periscope. I'm going to be doing... Uh, live scopes on on periscope then i've got my facebook page as well so people really need to be connecting you know because this content's going to be going out there and you know i'm following your stuff i'm a massive fan of what you're doing and and, and what i'm going to be doing is is writing up a blog post with all this great information i wrote three pages of notes man three pages three pages of notes (laughs) on all this great stuff you know so i'm going to write up a blog post on this uh you know get those five tips together get the links where people can go to to check out the website and also the Twitter account. Niels, it's been awesome to have you on the show. I think there's been an incredible amount of value added here on episode 21 of the podcast. I think we're going to have to have you back again. I think we're going to have to go deeper into this sort of stuff uh, over the next few months to get you back on again uh, and chat a little bit more about this. But in the meantime, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Well, thank you. It was an honor being on and uh, you just let me know and I'll be there again. Cheers, man. Cheers. There you have it, my friends. Another packed episode. Thank you so much to my good friend, Niels Reeb, career branding specialist. Let me tell you what, I have made three pages of notes, which I'm going to write up in a blog so that you guys can access it. But some of the key takeaways that I'm taking away, it's really important that if you are in the job market right now, you are applying for jobs, maybe you've just left uni or you've left college, maybe you are retraining, maybe you are looking at a different career path, that you do think about setting up your own career website, that home base that Neil talks about. Um, start writing about things that are important to you, things that you are passionate about. Um, you got to lay the foundation. you got to set up that GPS. Um, remember to think about your USP. What is your unique selling point as an individual? What value can you bring to the business that you are looking to join? That is really, really important. Remember to think about your LinkedIn profile. Uh, LinkedIn is a professional network. Remember, Neil, this is five top tips. Let me recap on them really quickly for you. Make sure you have a great profile picture up there. Make sure you're smiling. Your headline is really important. That is where you give away a little teaser about what you are all about. Remember to use keywords in your headline, five to seven of your strongest skills. Remember to focus on your summary. Make sure it's not too formal and pick out two to three uh, of your proudest moments, the key achievements that you have achieved. And remember, the fifth tip is to personalize those connection requests, those invites that you are sending to people to connect with on LinkedIn, that professional network. So once again, thank you so much to Niels Reeb. Uh, make sure you check out his website, follow him on Twitter. Um, we're going to get him back on the show sometime in the near future to share a few more insights. Don't forget, if you've got any questions, comments, things that you would like me to cover on the show, I would love to hear from you. Please drop me an email to zero lives left podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me on the Zero Lives Left Twitter account. Um, if you're listening to this on iTunes, please do rate and review and hit subscribe. We'll have a new episode coming for you very soon, so I don't want you to miss out on that. Thank you so much for listening into this episode, episode 21 of the podcast, and I'll see you very soon on another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. 
Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.